This is the Provocateur Comedy Emergency Broadcast System. The Ram Comedy Festival Podcast. Let's have a look at what you could have won. Greetings, lockdown lovers. Uh, welcome to the Ram Comedy Festival Podcast. Let's have a look at what you could have won. Just a very quick one uh, before we get on to today's guest. Just a call out for if anybody has anything that they want us to play out. So if you're in lockdown and you've got an idea for a sketch or anything at all like that, uh, then consider this the vehicle for it. Uh, so email us, podcast at ramcomedyfestival.co.uk or tweet at ramcomedyfest if you just want to mention. I will particularly encourage um, opening sketches uh, for no other reason than it will stop me from making any more. And if you've listened to the last episode, you'll know why. So on this edition, we are talking to comedian Ishi Khan about the show that she was going to be bringing uh, to this year's Ram Comedy Fest. But before we do that, here is a little clip of Ishi in action. So I'm Ishi. Good evening. Good evening. Namaste. Ishi, hello. Hello. How are you, Alex? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Supplies are good. I, I can last at least another three weeks. Phew. Oh, that's good. Supplies of air. Uh, yeah, main, mainly air and whatever I can scrape <laughs> off the brickwork in here. Um, so, but the, it's it's quite nourishing, really. It's, it's quite nourishing. Um, so, um, whereabouts are you? Where are you holding up throughout all of this? Okay, I'm. Uh, I'm at home. Um, so I do go out for my daily walk. Um, sorry, I, I'll rephrase that. My cat makes sure I go out for my daily walk. And God, does your cat like, give you an evil look if you've not left the house? Yeah, she stands there and she waits and she says, come on, it's time for our walk. So she takes me out for a walk. Amazing. What's, <laughs> that, what's your cat's name? Freya. Freya. Great yes. name for a cat. I, my, yes. I, I've got a cat, but I've named him Bruce. <laughs> Oh, is it after a certain Bruce or well, just Bruce? Well, initially I named him after Bruce Wayne because I thought his markings on his head made him look like Batman. Um, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But generally I think it's funny giving cats fairly run-of-the-mill human names because I did oh. I did once have a cat called Chris. <laughs> Yes, I love it. I love it. So Bruce. apart from... Oh, I love Bruce. So does Bruce have any Batman qualities? He stays out all night. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty close. That's, that's yeah, pretty that, close. yeah, that's... I, I would say he's living up to his name there. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty mysterious. He could, be, he could be fighting crime for all I know or, you know, stalking mice. Oh, yeah, true, true. As Fre- Freya is named after a Nordic goddess, and she is that definitely. <laughs> I think we're onto something here. Cats living up to their names. Yes, that, that's a whole that's a whole podcast series on its own. <laughs> should do it. Definitely, you should do it. It would be fun. Fantastic. It would be fun. 
<laughs> cool. So how's um how's lockdown life affected uh, you in terms of like uh, comedy wise? Do you do you miss it much? Have you uh, are you sort of slightly worried about how things will be when it all gets back to normal? Well, um, I guess I, I've been meditating a lot more than I normally do. I mean, some you know, I'm just in the hope that if I meditate enough, I'll eventually levitate. And um, if I get to that point of levitation, then I won't need to drive to places because I'll just be able to... <laughs> I'll just be able to, in a cross-legged position, just levitate and arrive there. And it would be like, you know, the the, the easiest journey and the best for the planet, right? Well, well so... yeah, I'm just, I'm just picturing... <laughs> I'm just picturing the adverts on the comedy forums, sort of like gig, especially for Lester Levitator, instead yes. of instead of like London Driver, uh, somebody from Leicester yes. that levitates. <laughs> Lester Levitator, I like it. Yeah. Well, there's that your... could be a workshop. What? Or so, yeah. or or your your show title for 2022. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, Lester Levitator. Yeah. I'd go and see that, just on the strength of the yeah. title. That's brilliant. And of course, it's like, you know, if I if I can master this skill of levitation, then I could I could set up online workshops. Oh, sign me up <laughs> as soon as you do. Get me on get me on pre-sale. All right then. <laughs> booked. And uh yeah, booked. And it's sold out because there was only one space. <laughs> <coughs> You don't want to diminish your powers, do you? You don't want to spread yourself too thin. That's true. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, it's all right for Marmite, not so all right for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose there's there's a wealth of um, world in the virtual world, though, because it's kind of like everybody's stopped all across the world. And um, in some ways, right, <clears throat> Um, what I found was that people who normally are like super, super busy because they make their lives like super, super busy, mm -hmm. uh, they, they had time for a, for a bit of a chat only for like the first week or two while the panic set in. Mm. And then before you know it, they were back to super busy and I went, okay, so yeah, okay, sh shall, we, shall we catch up? Oh, no, we're really busy, really busy. Mm. <laughs> so it's back to that. And I thought, oh, gosh, I like this lockdown. People actually have time to stop and chat. Oh, no, and, they I know what you mean. It, it does feel like people have settled into this new normal uh, now. Yes. And sort of re replaced yes. old bad habits with sort of lockdown equivalent bad habits. Yeah, yeah. So, mm, yeah, and then they just uh, resort to, like, than their normal traits, I guess. So, how about you? How's it affecting you? Uh, well, I mean, um, not so bad um, on the grand scheme of things. I'm thinking I can I can hold off doing any any materials or like stand up wise until things get going again, as and when mm. that may be, or whatever mm. the audience uptake will be. But you, mm. you you do need to have that sort of creative itch scratched. So, hence the podcast. Yes. Yeah, yes. So, yeah. So, what do you make of the um, the online content that you've seen so far from comedians? 
Well, I think there's a there's a wonderful mixture, isn't there? There's a wonderful mixture. There are those that I feel are coming from a place of, oh my goodness, my routine's been disrupted, and I really must stick to the routine because if I don't do it, then then I, I don't know what's going to happen. And that comes, you know, there's there's a lot of desperation, sort of, and that becomes more about the person need to produce content um and and sometimes it can be a bit overwhelming because there's so much um on the other end of the scale it is nice to have that time because normally you'd be out gigging Mm. but it's nice to have that time to actually learn from some genuine masters and um you know just uh just appreciate their material and all their their comedy really like on a global scale so you know i've been educating myself in um in dave Chappelle's work and i'm right. absolutely loving what he does or has done and his his entire story um in in the rise to it because he took like a over a 10 year break um just walked away from this this massive uh, contract that he was given by an american uh studio or tv he had a tv show called the Chappelle show and some fantastic sketches which was seen like really really controversial mm-hmm. um uh, but you know he tackles a lot of minority issues and and i love him for that mm. in, in a comedic way so yeah so it's given me time to actually come across people like that who I didn't know about mm-hmm. and really appreciate that kind of, you know, that kind of genius, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so quite an inspiration, quite an inspiration to be given like a $50 million contract and then just walk away from it because of how he felt he was being controlled by various parties, stuff like that. So, mm. yeah. Interesting. There's, there's, that was a, I was aware of Dave Chappelle. I've not really seen a lot of his stuff, but there's a few bits and pieces you just mentioned I, I hadn't got a clue about. So that is uh, that that does unearth a few nuggets, I guess, when you you start digging deep with uh, topics like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So I've enjoyed that, I guess. And um, yeah, and, and the weather's been good, so that's nice. Yes. It's always it's always nicer when the weather's good. This would have sucked a lot more if it had broke out in November. Yeah, true. Massively. Because <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine fireworks? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Oh man. Uh, what are we gonna do about fireworks? Um, okay, let's just uh, let's just arrange all the the lentils that we bought that we don't know what to do with in some pretty colours in a mosaic, and we'll call that the uh, <laughs> the fireworks display. I- I'm I'm laughing because about three or four weeks ago I did buy lentils even though I've never ate them before in my life. I just, I've got this I've got this tin of lentils because I went looking for like tinned tomatoes and there was none yeah. left. There was just this one can of lentils on the on the shelf. I just felt I just felt a bit sorry for it. I thought, oh well, I'll take that. I can I can do something with lentils, which probably now would be making a fireworks display um, on your recommendation. <laughs> Although having said that, people are finding fireworks from somewhere at the minute because there seems to be some being let off every Thursday night at eight for the clap for the NHS. Oh, really? There seems to be a steady stream of fireworks being let off. Oh wow! Oh gosh! Uh, 
Yeah, so so all that wonderful stuff that we're doing for for the earth and stuff, and then we just let out these big bangs. Um, mm. that, that's uh, that's helpful. I'll, <laughs> I'll stick to banging on the base of a pan. Yeah, that okay. that'll lower my footprint. Yeah, that I think that's that's fair enough. That's absolutely fair enough. What are you going to do with your lentils though? I don't know yeah. yet. They've I've, I've eaten the rest of the tin stuff, and I've still got the lentils. Yeah, what um, sort of lentils are they? Do you know? Um, this is going to sound really bad, but the only thing that springs to mind is that the the can is black. That's oh, okay. that's all I can remember. They're in a black labelled can. Yeah. Cooked lentils in water. Yeah. Beluga. I, yeah. Yeah. I have no idea. No. Okay. Panic just... buying sets in in in, in and takes hold in different ways, I guess. Yes, it does. Yeah. yeah. I think it's it's a normal it's a normal human response, really, um, to not knowing what's happening and what's going to happen and how long it's going to happen for and you know what do we do? We, we want to panic. Oh, and. Yeah, I found myself going to the shops and not because I needed anything, but just just to hang around and just and, to see what's um, there, and just be calm and just mm. you know and just keep that calm. And I mean, I saw people buying lentils who didn't know what to do with them, like like you've just said <laughs> you did. But I mean, there was this guy who walked in like with his dad, right? And um, he was like, "Dad, now, which one of these should we get? Do you think?" And um, you know what, what? What do we do with them? So, after I've had a chat with him, he walked away with two bags of lentils and all the spices he needed. So I felt like I've done my share for humanity. <laughs> being being like a a walking um, BBC Good Food. <laughs> like a, yes, everybody try lentils. So I was like, this one cooks really quickly, and this one is really rich in iron. So yeah, and he was like, "Oh, okay." And then what do I do with them? So yeah, so I was like, "Oh, actually, this is quite good." <laughs> Wonderful. Well, I mean, we were talking about Batman earlier. This could be your your superpower. <laughs> patrolling, patrolling the streets with re- lentil recipes. <laughs> lentil recipes. Yes. Yeah. Here you go. In case you've got some lentils, try these. Yes. Feeling very happy that people are buying lentils. <laughs> Keep looking at the skies for the lentil signal. Yes. <laughs> lentils, yay, go lentils. <laughs> Brilliant. I, it's, it's nice that um, a third of this conversation so far has been lentil-based. I didn't see this coming. It's no. um, it, it, it's great, the turns. Uh, this takes you. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got our finger on the pulse there. <laughs> oh, oh, very good, very good. I'm gonna have to. That's a round of applause for that one. That's. I'm just gonna take a minute to enjoy that the the lentil based punnage now. So. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I think our punsters will be on that, won't that's, they? That's. Uh, I, I genuinely feel uplifted by a lentil pun. I never thought I'd be in this position. <laughs> lentils versus levitating yeah lentils won <laughs> ah, covering all the L's today yes so, yes you should try them they're really um, they're really rather delicious <laughs> so what should we talk about next lasagna sticking with L's oh yes you can make lasagna from lentils yes yeah, that's really nice actually really oh, like, as like, like a meat substitute or 
Yeah. So uh, yeah. So there's um, uh, you, whatever whatever spices you add to them, mm. um, they kind of absorb. So yeah, and yeah, they're very very rich in protein and iron, and uh, oh, they're super in the lasagna or shepherd's pie. Actually, very nice. Very nice. Um, You're making me hungry. Okay, good. Maybe you will crack open that lentil tin. Well, after I'd, I'm inspired now. I'm inspired good. now. Good. I will find it. I'll find. We'll find a use for those lentils. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so, what is? Um, we'll move on to to what is rapidly becoming an afterthought in this conversation. Uh, the show that you were going to be bringing uh, to the Ram Comedy Festival. Oh yes. Yes. Love it. Yes. So okay. yeah, you were one of the. Um, one of the handful of um, returning acts because you did uh, your show last year on the, the festival's debut year. Um, so talk yeah. about your show that you're doing this year. Uh, so what was it called and what was it all about? Okay. Okay. That was um, – oh, thank you, Alex. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. Last year I brought I Migrant to Ram Festival and I loved the festival because um, I wouldn't have known that was the first year if you, you hadn't told me. Oh, um, but it was just such a wonderful atmosphere and uh, it was really nice, nice space to – to be able to uh, share I Migrant. So this year's show is a new one um, and it is a work in progress. So mm-hmm. yeah, the ideas are still streaming through. So love is. So it's about an exploration of love. I mean, how do we uh, define love and, you know, what labels do we put on love and what sort of expectations do we have? So in this, I kind of... Um, in the exploration, I also go through a journey of, you know, how how I had my first kiss and you know what what that felt like and um, and and what was my what is my journey because I think it's a it's a lifelong process, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, that whole idea of love and where that comes from. So yeah, it's it's really fun. It's really fun to work with it and play with it and uh, obviously in the in the lockdown space. Oh yeah, that that's something I wanted to mention actually because mm-hmm. sometimes when you're a creative you find oh gosh, you know, I've I've got to be creating all the time. I've got to have this output, output, output. Mm-hmm. But actually the creative process is as um as part of the creative process, it's a gestation period. So this period of stillness or quiet um, that we've got now, just because you're not actually creating content doesn't mean you're not being creative. Mm-hmm. It means you're actually in that incubation period, if you like, where you're you know, um, taking in life, uh, letting yourself relax. And of course, when you relax, all the ideas can come streaming through mm-hmm. um, much better. So, yeah, so I've been doing some of that as well. And so just, yeah, some more ideas have been uh, sort of coming through about what I'd want to add to that to that piece of work um and where we go with it so yeah it's a lot of fun and i made new props for it and i saved the props till the end so um yeah so i'm now wondering whether to jiggle where i jiggle things around Mm. yeah Uh, yeah i look forward to it i'm glad glad you mentioned the props because i saw a preview before leicester and there was one very striking prop that you used (laughs) uh uh, towards the end Uh, are we okay to mention that Is, is it still in it is still in. <laughs> for, for want of a better phrase. So yes. 
It was so much fun. Um, so, uh, you, you probably describe it better than me. Describe the, the prop and the um, the accompanying um, bit um, that, that that we're talking about. I don't, I don't know. Do you think it will take away from the show if people come to see it? Alex? If you, I, um, I think we, I think we're building mystique if we probably leave it there. Um, but it's, yes. uh, but uh, we'll just say that it's. I I didn't see this particular prop um, coming. I like to think that. <laughs> Again, not a great choice of words. Um, it's it was um, it was it was unexpected. You you like to think having done stand up for a bit that you can sort of second guess punchlines and where things are going. But no, no, I had no idea that that was about to be unleashed. <laughs> How it just um, yeah dropped out there, right? And, yeah, and... and just fell into into place, I guess. And it's been so much fun making it. I think I'm on on Mark Four version, Mark Four now. Really? So, what, which version did I see? Was that Mark One? I think you saw Mark Two. Right. Yes, I think. Oh, this, did oh, did this you? Is, this is fascinating. This is like one of those engineering documentaries on Discovery. I think. Oh no, maybe it was Mark One actually that you saw. Yeah, it was. It was early February. Because yes, yes, yes. Okay, so that was Mark One. So it's it's so that it's a bit more uh, comfortable now. Um, and there were some extra bits in Mark One which were unnecessary. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> so is it is it more? Um, has the prop gotten more detailed, more more lifelike? So. Yes. Well, wow. no, that bit is still the same. I think. Um, yeah, it was pretty. That one was. Yeah, it took a whole day that did to make. Like I know, I know. Who'd think, right? A whole day of just uh, sitting there and crafting. It was. It was time well spent for the for the reaction. I mean, I couldn't see <laughs> how the rest of the audience reacted because I was doubled over with my eyes closed. Um, <laughs> But I can imagine it was pretty similar to how I reacted. <laughs> yeah, it's just, oh gosh, it was your face. <laughs> it was brilliant. It was brilliant. I loved it. <laughs> I, I like. I quite like talking about the props without actually revealing what they are. I think this adds a bit more mystique. So, so, so on that, on, on the same sort of theme, can you talk yeah. about any other props that you've got in without actually telling us what they are? In this show at the moment... Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't written any other props in just mm. now, but I can't imagine that that would be it. I think there will be some. Mm. Mm-hmm. I can feel that there's going to be a few more, but um, yeah, that has to be like the highlight because it was part where yeah, <laughs> which which kind of because because most of my shows end on a dance number, they end on a. You know, a, a Bollywood dance, really. Um, I'm passionate about dancing and stuff. Mm-hmm. And yet to dance with that prop was just going to be too cumbersome. Um, and that's where more props might appear if there is going to mm-hmm. be a dance. <laughs> if there is going to be a dance with that <laughs> with that attached. <laughs> I'm, I'm outstanding. So, so I'm taking it that the... Um... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Around. <laughs> I I just wish I could I could say more, but I'm hoping the mental imagery in in people's listening their minds is as rich as it is in mine right now. <laughs> yeah, I think I might have to dust it off. I think it's 
probably <laughs> gathering <laughs> some cobwebs somewhere because it hasn't made an appearance in lockdown. <laughs> I know the feeling. This yeah. is great. We're just doing 10 minutes of in-jokes, and I don't care anymore. This is this is great fun. <laughs> yeah, I think it might start to feel neglected soon and have to see a therapist. Again, know the feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so no plans at the moment for another problem. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. It might. Might. There might be more. There might be more. <laughs> What could top that, though? What could top it's, that? It's it's it is a, a showstopper. It's a scene stealer. <laughs> Much like Errol Flynn. <laughs> oh, brilliant! <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> looks like Errol Flynn. Yeah, Can't see a prop that looks like Errol Flynn. Similar but... similar scene stealing uh, abilities as Errol Flynn. Yeah, mm. uh, I've, I've laughed at Errol Flynn. I am sorry, but I, I don't know who he is. I was thinking more Long Gonzo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that is, but the name is joyous. Oh, dear me. <laughs> Especially when Gonzo brings a, a trumpet along and blows into it. Oh, with it now. Yeah, with you. With you. Yeah. With you. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Maybe I'll need to find a way to make it stiffer. I don't know. <laughs> Fluff it up a bit. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> you, 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 I can recommend the comedy fluffer. Um, can you? Yes. Yes. Better known as the warm-up man. <laughs> You had personal experience. <laughs> you oh yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I was I was a little nervous before my Leicester show, so you know. Oh, I it, it helped. It helped. <laughs> helps release the tension. It did, yeah. It did. Uh, it did having having a fluffer. Um, <laughs> I've completely forgot the next question I was going to ask you because we just got okay. so bogged down in in innuendo. No bad thing. No bad thing. Um, right. Oh yeah. There we go. I'm with it now. I'm back in the room. Um, so what was the um, the plans for where to take the show uh, sort of post, um, I guess, well, post-Derby, if all of this hadn't have um, happened? Were you going to be going to other festivals with it? Um, I Yeah, I was looking um, to, to see what festivals were around and then um, I hadn't got anything in the diary for it at that stage. I think because, uh, yeah, Leicester, Leicester Comedy Festival in February, and that was like super, super uh, full on and busy. Mm. Um, but I think my plan was in March to then uh, sit down and, and have a think about where else to take it. Because um, I did Brighton a few years back, and I hadn't applied this year, and um, I did Edinburgh last year, and I hadn't applied this year. So, you know, just, um, yeah, just. I think I hadn't, yeah, hadn't hadn't got that far ahead. <laughs> the the world yet. ended just as you were about to plot. Yes, yes. But in in a way, it's it's also been good because it's given me a bit of breathing space and time to reflect and and see 
what I do with it, develop it fully, and then and then see where it can go. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's proper proper fun at the moment. I've just uh, I, I had all that show and as uh, writing it, I was writing it and just placed it on my on my table and uh so i couldn't face looking at it anymore i was just so after yeah after february i was just like okay i've done this i just don't want to look at it for a while now Mm. and um so i've tidied it all away and just locked it away at the moment sometimes that that can be the best best thing if you just like leave it for a bit yeah and just just enjoying you know going for walks and um, and and doing nonsense things, just you know, skidding, skidding on the floor, and, and teaching my cat to skid, which I did a few years back. But now she watches me, and then I'll, and she's she's not, she doesn't even flinch. Like I skid at her in like high speed, and she's still just sitting there on the sofa, going, "Yeah, I know you're not going to crush me, so it's okay." <laughs> Brilliant. That's well. Well, there's there's a YouTube instructional video waiting to happen. How to how teach your cat to skid? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There my my cat could do with that. He's he's front wheel drive and he has got terrible trouble cornering. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> when he's when he's got a bit of speed on, sort of jackknives. Yeah. <laughs> he's quite undignified and quite graceless for a cat. Really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she does that as well. If she ever slips, she's just like she gathers herself up very quickly. I can imagine, like on a actual catwalk <laughs> model, you know, just like. Oh, did anyone see that? No, I don't think so. And just carry on now. Styles it yes. out. Yes, absolutely. Nice. It's like gone in a few seconds. That's it. And the other day, she was uh, just like shaking her back paw quite a lot, and was like. I was like, what's going on there? And she'd stepped in my waxing strip. <laughs> <laughs> so so what was um so what was the whole strip still attached to a paw or was it just like a big old load of wax that was Well luckily it was one that was that had been used so <clears throat> it wasn't that sticky. But after that experience she sat on the table while I was on the floor going I think this is probably the safest place for me right now if you're going to be doing this kind of ridiculousness because I do have a lot of fur and I like to keep it that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is this um this this interview's gone down some brilliant alleyways I never never imagined it would do. Um in, including um uh, cats and waxing strips which I wouldn't have banked on no matter how much prep I've done. Uh, no. <laughs> so, uh, so I think we'll um, we'll we'll leave it on that bombshell. I don't think yeah. cats and waxing strips can can be topped. Uh, Brilliant. Yeah. So so uh, so with that, Ishi Khan, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much for having me, Alex. It's been really good fun. It's been really good fun. I've enjoyed it. Thank you. Surreal and a lot of fun. Yes, absolutely. Thank you very much. This is what happens when you're on a lentil diet. You see. <laughs> Right, as so, soon as this episode's finished, I'm going downstairs and I'm opening that can. You have been listening to the Ram Comedy Festival podcast. Let's have a look at what you could have won. Written and presented by Alex Leem, with special guest, Ishi Khan. A provocateur comedy production. Transmission ends.